Welcome back to another episode of the Balcony Chatter Podcast. I am your host, Andrew McKenney, with my co-host, Tim Taylor. Yes, sir. And we're here to complain a little bit. This little is, bit. It, it's been pretty rare, for the most part, this season that we have stuff to complain about. We did a little bit of complaining last week. Celtics were slumping. Um, but I think we got we got some... <laughs> Whoop. God bless you. Thank you. We have some actual things that we can complain about this week so let's let's get into it i say you know i have my my issues with the bruins i can tell that you have your issues with them as well yep so let's start with that yeah let's start on the ice i mean because you know there's a a big glaring positive to get to (laughs) about the uh the old the old beerinos as we all call them yes um yeah, so shout out to the Boston Bruins being the fastest team in history to 100 points, which we already knew. Uh, but now shout out to them being the fastest team to 50 wins and clinching the playoffs. We will be At playing the in the playoffs. beginning of March. Beginning of March. It's pretty sad. Literally that go to bed. <laughs> we're about to we we're about to complain about the Bruins, but we just said those three things in a row that, that are just like yeah. unheard of. Listen, we, but uh, we we act like. We don't act. There's no acting here. The, the regular season means shit for what we expect and for what we want from this team. Right. It does. It does. This is fantastic. Pat on the back. And I would be the last guy to say this if I was standing amongst the Bruins. Uh, you know, the it's it's to win. It, this doesn't matter. It's to win. Same thing with the Celtics. The, it's championship or bust, which is fantastic. Well, they say the same thing. I mean, Martian came out the other day and said, we don't care about the records. We don't care about the regular season. Nothing matters until you That's make what I'm it all the yeah. way. Like I'm not, I'm not breaking any ground with no. that. So it's like, so yes, amongst these good things, I got stuff to complain about. I think that's okay. Okay, where do you want to start? What, what's your biggest, what's your biggest issue right now? Edmonton, the Edmonton game. Yeah, I, 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 I have issues issue. with that too. I got a lot of great things that came out of the last two weeks. Mainly, how well some of the guys are blended in. Yeah, uh, some of the new guys uh, got some behind the scenes access that was posted on the NHL Bruins uh, Instagram uh, about, you know, uh, Chuck McAvoy or no, sorry, no, Charlie Coyle gave it gave uh, Hathaway after he scored the game winner in Detroit the other night. Uh, the puck love all that. Love how everything's going with with all the guys love every edition. I hope they're Bruins for a very long time, including Hathaway. I, I, I like watching him play. And yes, he was totally that guy that you hate on the other team and you love watching him in your, on your team. Absolutely. Truly. Uh, the Edmonton game, to go up two goals in the first period, first of all, getting getting punched in the mouth, came out asleep, couldn't get the puck out of our end. It, you, the, it was so audibly quiet that Steve Levy was saying something about how the like the fans are just quiet. To be you guys honest, had nothing to cheer about until about sixty, the sixteen minute, like sixteen forty mark. Yeah. It was insane. We could not get the puck out of our end, and then we we do, and it's Marshawn on a breakaway, and he slides one in. Yeah, and you know, great goal, fine. It was considered unassisted at first. Then they gave Pasta, which I think they should have the assist on that. And then by default, I think it was uh, Carlo or someone uh, as the second assist. And like, cool, we got the lead now. We're still getting outplayed. Yeah. Then, you know, pelting a little bit towards the end of that first period. 
you still lose the period as a whole, but you're up two goals. And then I think kind of sat back up two goals. I didn't feel the type of pressure. Like when you're up two goals and you've been losing the game, the Bruins tend to play like they're losing by two goals. And they did not do that against Edmonton. They shut down. They somehow shut down like the huge players on that team, Drysidle and obviously Connor McDavid, which we've talked at length about how, cool it was to see Connor McDavid in person and for anyone and how the Bruins only Boston only gets it once a year and all this you know we we took our star away in Edmonton and like I'm sorry it does affect the league in some way no one knows who Connor McDavid is if they don't follow the NHL it's just a fact no one knows that he could be like even Gretzky's like yeah he could be the greatest like many many people who even played alongside Gretzky are like I think we're looking at the greatest ever and it and it may be by a long shot it's maybe like untouchable that's how special this guy is shut him down but still just like blow it to their third and fourth line and just completely blow the game and lose it was horrible to watch yeah i hated that game yeah it was super super frustrating i mean like you back said, back heels it, it yeah. felt like how we played against detroit but i understand if you're gonna party after you clinch but i didn't realize we had back-to-back home away with detroit so it's like maybe wait till after so, I don't know what yesterday was, but it felt like we were asleep again. And like then we woke up and it was like, oh shit, like this game's crazy now. It was four nothing. And it felt like, all right, now it really feels like a bullet's in our head. And then I was like, I'm an idiot. Like, there's never a bullet in this team's head somehow. Right. And they pull it all the way back and just like honestly just can't do it. But the problem with that game is that they got down for nothing. And I understand that like they actually play. I feel like they finished that game phenomenally. Yeah, that absolutely. third period was fantastic. If they could have played that third period in third period of the Edmonton game, I don't think they lose because I think what puck breaks through. And I think honestly, eight times out of 10, if they replay the third period yesterday, they at least get the game tying goal before it goes five, three in the empty netter. I mean, there was a bunch of there was probably three or four that could have easily went in awesome opportunities. Yeah. Just like, like things you can't be mad at. Right. Yesterday. You can only be, you can't be mad at the third period of yesterday. Like it sucked how it ended up, but like the shot opportunities, they got down the stretch were just like jump out of your seat. Like you knew it was in the net and it wasn't. And you, it was like, whether it was like a miss or like a great save or whatever, yeah. it was frustrating. It's just like the, there's there for the first time this year, we've seen this team sit back on their heels and they can sneak away a two goal lead sitting on their back heels. And it's just not going to fly And it. Fine. If you want to coast down the stretch and that's how we're going to coast fine. But this better like die come mid April. If you do this in a series, you're smoked. That's the issue here is that like the last three games started out so slow and almost in a hole that you can't dig out of. Obviously, they did that at home against Detroit. They were able to come back and win that game. But yeah, and you know, two nothing. We've seen them do it all year. It's not crazy. It's not fun. But they're it's also not fun. a good team. Like they, they're yeah. not a playoff team, and they're we playing took, down. They, they sold at the deadline. They yeah. were, they were, they were hot and annoying. They're not now. That Detroit team from the beginning of the year is not the Detroit team that is now. We took one of those guys. He's yeah. awesome. Like they, they sold like they, it's yeah, they're, they're not a good team. They're young. Like it's just they can score, but you can stop them, too. Also, I hate to break it to you. I'm not sure if you know this, but for the remainder of the season, we have back to back Saturday, Sunday, every every weekend. Great for me. Not great for the team. Right. So so 
we're jam packed with actually games. also not great for me because that's probably a bunch of 9 a.m games for me uh i don't know there's weird like i think this saturday is like a 2 p.m game it, it's it's super weird um so that's 10 or 11 for me yeah weird. which is a strange time yeah so Bizarre. i don't know but i i understand like sitting back a little bit but they the last three games even before they had actually clinched the playoff spot they didn't look great you know and no. i don't know if it has to do with they're just trying to preserve because they were bound to get that spot and whatever but i'm with you man like they they got to figure it out as far as they can't let this be i i would honestly be afraid if they went this if they were mediocre until the end of the season I have no problem with them actively not wanting to break the record. And I'm not saying that's what's going on sure. here. But if that's the case, I, I truly don't care. I want the cup. I don't care about being the greatest team of all time in the regular season. No. It means nothing. We know this is Patriot fans. It means nothing at all. It doesn't. In the history books, that will just always be hilarious how good that 2007 team was. Because we lost to the Giants, who were like the sixth seed or the yeah. fourth seed in the NFC. And that, and in hockey, that happens all the time. Yeah. Why do we love playoff hockey? Because it's wide open. It is wide open. An eight seed can beat a one seed, and it's not the craziest thing that's ever happened in sports. It happens in this league. It can happen to this team. It's just that it, I get like maybe coasting, but you got to find a new way to do it. And not to mention, we're doing it with three new guys who are in our top ten players overall. Like maybe like get it gelling with the foot on the gas pedal with this stacked new team and then coast the final few weeks. I don't like this now. And maybe, maybe also to give them a little credit, maybe it is a little bit of, you know, it's, it's new. These lines aren't, haven't been all year by any means. And it, and that's got more than to do with just the deadline because, you know, injuries, we lost Felino, we lost Hall. It's, and, and, and there's a seven man D man rotation. I know that's weird, but like, I still think these guys got to figure out figure that out. We like we need that ability to have seven guys who can play defense. I, whether that's just one of the pairings that gets rotated between those three guys, I don't know. But like you know, maybe jostling the whole thing's not really working out. But I, it's just maybe this is newness, but it just feels like there's a lack of being on the gas pedal here. Excuse me, and it is concerning and annoying. It's it's annoying to watch. Yeah, I mean. It's tough because like for me, it's like I don't I don't necessarily care if they lose. I It's more concerning to me because it's like, is this what they it, obviously this isn't what they really are because they would have we would have seen that earlier in the season. I mean, we just hit double digit losses on the year. So this team is what it is. They are going, and I'm pretty sure we can go like I think there's 20 games left and I'm pretty sure we can go 15 and five down the stretch and still break the record. Right. So, which is which is a good run, but statistically a bad run for what this team has been all year. That would be a technically a bad run. Yeah, we just rip off streak after streak of way more than that. Like, yeah, yeah, so, yeah as you were saying. I, I just I know that this is going to be an obvious thing to say, and it's probably going to sound stupid, but it, I mean they they are it is theirs to lose. They are they're going to be their own worst enemy if they lose. The only reason that a team will beat them is because they didn't show up. Or because they didn't yeah, they'll play. Be, they'll beat themselves. They'll, they'll beat themselves. Exactly. So yeah. I, I just, I hope that they figure this out. 
it sounds like Taylor Hall and Felino are both going to be back for the playoffs. Amazing. Um, so Amazing. I don't know how that's going to work or what's going to happen, but. I, I, yeah, I think availability is still a good thing. We've had, you know me, man. Every time we have this talk about like, ah, oh, shit, too many guys, huh? It's like best, best problem on a hockey team. There's never best too problem. many because we it, just, we, we see them disappear. Yep. And guess what? Guess what? And I don't mean to say this, but the statistics have it and history shows we're probably not, if, if they come back, it'd be a miracle if we're healthy the whole way through. Of course, nobody is ever healthy all the way through. We're not even healthy it's right insane. now. No. It's insane to think. So anybody's a good buddy. And I'm going to be honest with you, especially with this situation, I know that we don't have a guy of this level, but, like, you remember when they put Sagan in in the run in 2011 and he scored a hat trick, like, after he was benched and all that? It's like sometimes when you slot these guys in that just have fresh legs or whatever, they bring a whole new dynamic to the team, to that game, or maybe the remainder of the series, or maybe they get a couple goals, or maybe they just do something big to get the team going. You know, so this is not a bad problem to have. It's like no, it's good. The, you you want to be able to slot guys in. You want to be able to, you know, if somebody does unfortunately get injured, be able to have a guy waiting in the wings that is an NHL caliber player. Yeah, he's not coming from Providence. Right, exactly. So every year it's like, let's see how this Providence guy does. Let's every see how these six from Providence that, guys in. do. Yeah, jeez. And don't get me wrong, like I I like Stanika, and like sometimes the plug and play works, and it's how we. Get guys on this team. That's great, but I, I, I'd love a year off. I agree. A year off from counting on the farm. I'm ready for that. And God Almighty did Sweeney do trades at the deadline to borderline insure it. I will also say this, though, and a lot of people have complained about one specific thing with the pasta contract, and that's his turnovers. And if you've been watching these games, it's getting really bad. I mean, he's turned pucks over every game, turned pucks over in the last game that that resulted in in a goal. I mean, it's just he he's got to figure that out because the on the other hand, like he's look again, he I'm saying I, I'm saying something negative about the way that he's scoring when he's got like 45 goals, but he's not exactly scoring all of those goals at the end of this season. I mean, he kind of went on a tear for a long time in the regular season up to this point, but lately he's not scoring a ton and he's turning the puck over. And it's just like, that's what you need to figure out before playoffs start, because you're not winning the, you're not winning the cup without him playing to his potential. He doesn't have to play. He doesn't have to score a hat trick in the, in the, in the playoffs. Like, but he's got to score goals for you. I mean, that is why you signed him to that deal. He, you rely on him heavily. And also, the power play is god-awful. Their power play is so bad. No matter so how much they, they switch it up, it is just ice cold right now. This is the worst I've seen it all year, and they can't figure it out. I understand, yeah, we scored, a, uh, I think it was the home game against Detroit. Bergeron had a, a power play goal, but we're talking one out of, like, we're we're talking like less than five out of probably twenty or thirty or forty. Like it is so bad right now that they they need that to start clicking going into the playoffs. Like if it, if it starts clicking like it was mid season earlier in the season, I mean it's lethal. But right now it is absolutely ice cold and useless. It's it's almost like you, we we joke about it during the games. It's like. Can we start declining penalties like in football? I mean, it's it's so bad that we're getting shorthanded goals scored on us. Yeah, yeah. 
it's it's horrendous uh and it's you know it's just crazy how it like we, we it's not, it's not totally affecting the team like you know two two losses this week that's a problem that's not entirely on the lack of power play goals uh, and we are because the, the the problem's been since january the, the 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 frigidness has been since like the first week of january right it really started that, to slow down and then it kind of just fell off a cliff i think we have like six or seven successful power plays since january that's, it's it's not good it's it's horrible the percentage is is bad but the actual number is even worse uh yeah, it's that they got to turn that around. They're, that that'll burn if you're letting up shorthanded in the playoffs. I mean, need we say more? Obviously, it's worst case scenario. Um, but yeah, I, I they got to sort some stuff out. I'm not to avoid the posture thing. I, I I think his hands. I have faith in his hands getting better. I think they're going to be a problem this year. I think it's a lot of off season work. I think it's a little more discipline as a player. Uh, I think he gets a little fancy out there. I'm hoping he'll play a little more reserved when the, the games are more important. Uh, you know, because he because he can pull off some of the craziest stuff. But try is trying it always the best idea? It is when it works. But when it doesn't, here we are having this conversation. I I I don't. There's no world for me where he turns the puck over enough, like unless it's like a literally like unfeasible amount uh, to to not warrant that contractor to undo it and i don't know no, no. yeah and i don't mean that it's just like no i know and i but i think some people do that's why it's, it's a topic of conversation that's why we have to rope we're not talking about pasta's turnovers but that's why you had to rope it in with the contract because that's what people are doing right and i just think i think that's ridiculous i just it's think ridiculous that ridiculous thing to do he is the top of of the league for like he's a top player for what he does it's like yeah you got to take the bad with the good not everyone's Connor mcdavid no one is, uh, you know, so it's just like I, I I hate when people I just I think Boston media loves doing that, especially nowadays with just like the anti-culture that's going on over there and, and like the bad takes and just like getting a rise and like angering New Englanders seems to be like the entire idea behind sports reporting in Boston. Again, I don't even listen anymore, but that's just what I get from you and from all these other people. Right. It's just annoying to bring the contract up. Contract's done. You can shut the hell up about it for eight years. It's yeah, done. It's not. It's you want to call it a anywhere. bad contract? Go ahead. Yep. But you want to nitpick at it about about turnovers in March when we're having a bit of a bad stretch as as historically. Again, <laughs> now I'm gonna. Now this is a weird. Like I feel like I'm arguing all sides of the coin. But as historically the fastest team to 50 wins, shut the hell up. Shut up. Yeah, because that's the other thing too, Sweeney. And I'm not even to come to bad for fucking Sweeney that hard, but I am. Sweeney has had a perfect year with the exception of the biggest blemish I've ever seen in NHL history. (laughs) Yeah. But other than that, he has had a perfect year as a, and this contract I love like the dude, how high did you, we never even covered how high you ended up getting on the worry scale. Oh, I was dude. There was no, I, I thought for sure we were going to June. Yeah. I mean, I think that we kind of both came to the conclusion that it was going to be after the season. I'm pretty sure on this podcast we were like just accept it. I yeah. I had accepted it would be June. Yeah. I thought I actually thought in my head there was some sort of deadline that had passed. So I think that's how into June I was. Well, you know, specifically I had said at one point because I was told Pasta's basically waiting to see if they're going to grab any guys not just for this year because we all know that they were going to grab guys for this year, but hoping Dude. that they're going to grab guys that are going to stay here long term that are going to be a team that we can compete 
it felt like Bertuzzi helped. It really did. Yeah. It really did. Well, that was same I, day, but yeah, maybe that was like I mean, but you, you know get this one more deal done. When, and... when you're David Posternock of the Boston like that that trade was Sweeney'd been eyeing him for a minute. Like I, I just I feel like they'd had a conversation. I know it was same day for us, but I don't believe that it was same day for them. Oh, I mean, you know that stuff doesn't get done in a single day, but uh, that's what I'm saying. But and either way. Like, like the pasta, we got to get this done. Here's who we're looking at. Here's who we really think we're going to be able to bring bring in at the deadline. That's not crazy to me, and I do think that it it helped. I think I think his deadline moves helped. Yeah. I last thing I'll say about it is just you know from a fan perspective, please just get pasta off the point. Like anytime pasta's on the point, I'm internally screaming, and sometimes it gets out, and I'm at, and I'm at, screaming. At, at the, at that point, it's coaching. Well, I mean, it is. It, they're just not able. Like some of these teams, he's turning like, the puck over. He, he's turning the puck over. Here's the thing, though. So why are you having him the last line of defense? I don't know That's, that it's necessarily that. I think that Edmonton was on us like crazy during that game, and they weren't allowing us to cycle the puck around, especially yeah. on our power play or while we're in the zone. So he's not able to cycle into that that position that he needs to be in. But still, it's like. Do whatever you can to not have him on the point. Unfortunately, I personally he think can't he's play way defense. nastier in the slot. Yeah, of course, yeah. That's his like, that's his spot. That's what I'm saying. So why what like why are we having this conversation? He's turning the puck and I know like not even talking about Edmonton in general. We're talking about his like turnovers now. So if he's turning the puck over, even if it's not necessarily in the situation, why is he still at the blue line? Right. I don't care if it's power play, I don't care if it's full strength. That's not his strongest place that he scores from. I'm sure he likes it because he can get more creative, but it's like, dude, we can't trust you back there. So that's why it's coaching to me. Yeah. Get off the point. Like, and it, that's not even to say to get him out of the, the power play. I don't believe that. Krejci does a fantastic job at the point. Leave Krejci back there. I, I say it every time. As soon as we're having a bad power play, I'm like, get that second unit out there because I've never seen someone get into the zone as cleanly as Krejci does every single time. Every time. I'm like, just like, get him in there and then pass it off. I don't care. It's a hot knife through butter, dude. It's insane. It's two guys, doesn't matter. Slip them in. Yep. Now they got to play like a reserve defense because he made it in. It's great. Hey, we're we're playoff bound at the beginning of March. Um, this, there are things to complain about, but they're all – really I did it they're all really minuscule if you really think about it because it's like I feel great we're in nothing literally the best worst case scenario is that we ourselves. don't is that we don't win the president's trophy which is almost best case scenario for us we we have hated that trophy exactly and we'd be lying we'd be lying if we said we're stoked on it this year even if it is as the best team of all time I mean we have it though there's we're 11 points ahead of of Carolina right now and, and New Jersey we got it yeah. but it's just like I do I New Jersey a little bit of a stomping on the canes last night New Jersey dude they're they're, they're scary they're scary right now Speaking of that, they're um, young too. That's a that's a future problem. That's a current. Absolutely, they, the New Jersey Devils are to the NHL what the Cleveland Cavaliers are to the NBA. Speaking a of New Jersey, in the East and young. I was recently on the Devils State of Mind podcast. That's correct. A week yeah. or a couple weeks ago, we talked yeah. about the deadline and all the moves and all that stuff. Um, and we are definitely going to have Neil from that podcast on here so that we can talk Let's about. It. We're going to pre 
uh, playoff. We're going to do a pre-playoff episode where we talk about who they match up against, who we match up against, how each of us think we'll fare in the playoffs coming up. Um, and it'll be fun. But I like that. I like that team. I, really I, do. I do too. I definitely do too. But they are a problem. Been, They're going to been, be a problem like down the stretch. Been uh, ripping on uh, NHL 23 since my acquisition of a upgraded gaming system. And you, you've been playing the Devils? I got drafted onto the Devils. Oh, so. nice. Yeah. Donnie Beers, the pride of Boston, got drafted <laughs> onto the onto How's the he liking it in Newark? Uh he loves it. He loves it. Him and Dougie Hamilton. Uh, nice. Dougie Hamilton go to concerts and stuff. Oh, gross. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely country of some guy. I don't know. Yeah, Donnie Beers. Donnie Beers. Donnie Beers. And oh, dude, it was funny because like I, I did pretty good in the in the juniors, and so it was like we think you're gonna go first overall, and then I, it was the it was the Canadians, and I tanked the interview. <laughs> <laughs> It's awesome. <laughs> so I got drafted by the Devils. I was like, I hope this works. I was like, I don't think it's gonna work though. But it did. They didn't draft me. It's so it's good. Awesome. It's awesome. Donnie Pierce. Uh, but yeah, dude, Mercer. You know, I I like that team. Man. Yeah, they got a they get a good young team, and they're gonna be a problem for a while. They're gonna just like, keep getting better. <laughs> Timo Meyer going to that team is a big Jack, trade. Jack Hughes is just one of the most entertaining personalities in sports, too. And he's sick. He's, he's like sick. A very, he's nasty. Very, very good hockey player. Yeah. Just a boy. Just a guy, dude. Just a guy out there making plays. I like the Devils. I like dude, hating if, the Devils. If the Devils get if the Devils get a really good goaltender within the next couple of years, they are scary. Yeah. You know. That's why we gotta win this year. We do. We do. Yeah. We uh you know, Patrice. It's not going to be a long feud between Patrice Bergeron and Jack Hughes. <laughs> so, so one of them's on their way out. One of them just got in the door. Hell yeah! But that'll be fun. We're going to get them on. Yeah, I mean, it, there there are things that we can complain about, but there's a lot of good things going on with the Bruins. The playoffs are coming up, which you know, I say the playoffs are coming up, but they're still a month over a month away. Um. Oh yeah. So we got plenty of time to figure this situation out. In four and weeks is back to backs on Saturdays and Sundays. Yeah, coming up. exactly. That's so. gonna be that's gonna be my weeknights are so boring. But we have. A, you know what I think that is? We have I, a game I bet like, a bunch of those are national. Yeah, but and we, I bet we, this is like a get into hockey before the playoffs on ESPN and TNT. Though. We play like every other day. Like our schedule is so oh, yeah. insane for the rest of the season. Again, good for us, bad for the team. Yeah, exactly. Good to be so deep. Potentially bad for the team. Maybe not. Maybe it'll make them, uh, I don't know, figure it out. Stronger. Get off the middle of your feet and the and your heels. Get on those toes again. <laughs> what, are your, uh, what are your issues with the Celtics now? Oh, Because I'm sure that there's a few. Yeah, where do I start? Oh, that's right. Grant Williams. Um, <laughs> I think we covered nah. that one. Yeah, we did. He got benched. That's cool. Uh, <laughs> I just... A little nerve-wracking with the C's. Uh, can't hold a lead for long. Neither can the Denver Nuggets, the Western Conference favorite. So maybe we'll both figure it out and see them in the finals. That's scary. I don't like us against them. I don't like us against other people, Andrew. We, I, we, I think this time last year we kind of had the luxury uh, with the Celtics that it's like the only way we're the only team people that's going to lose is we're going to beat ourselves. 
And then I do think we partly beat ourselves with inexperience against the Warriors. I know they were a good team. I do think there's like a world where we can win that series. I don't know if that's crazy. Uh, a lot of people think we left it, left the only opportunity on that table. I don't think we were built for it that year mentally, but you know, talent wise, I think we were there this year. Talent wise. I don't feel like clear favorites. I don't feel like the only way this team loses is beating itself. I don't feel like we're going to have Rob Williams as a reliable player in the playoffs. I don't feel like we can win with Al Horford as the center. Al Horford's been playing out of his mind, but we're not getting rebounds. Uh, it's I, I think it's horrifying. Tatum's playing out of his mind. Jalen Brown's playing very well with a mask on his face and a broken face. Uh, but the bench, we are not as deep as we need to be at all, in my opinion. Uh, it's 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 a little worrisome. I, I think the Bucks got our number. I don't like our matchup. I know we're good against the Sixers all the time. I don't like them in a six, seven game series right now. I just don't like like we we have good good players playing well, but I don't think we're the best team out there. Wow, the Badger really got to you, huh? It sounds he hates the Celtics. I know, but it sounds like you're uh, you're starting to to agree with him on some stuff, and it sounds well, like you're a little bit scared, but. Like like the Badger. I'm nervous. I'm nervous for sure. I mean, it's it's very... He quit. He quit on him. That's true. That's true. I'm not quitting. It's very okay to be but I'm not, scared. I, I'm not going to look at myself in the mirror and be like, everything's fine. This is fine. I feel like the dog in that meme with the house on fire. <laughs> you're just... And the house isn't like up in flames, but it's, it's smoking everywhere. You're just a, a scaredy little... cat, bro. Wow. Unreal. You give me a safe space to talk and just antagonize my feelings like that. Sorry. Unbelievable. Derek White's cooled off a little bit. I think we got to get him going more offensively. Malcolm Brogdon, I don't know if it's just like injury history, but it, we lose games when he doesn't play and we win them when he does. So if we lose him, I, I have a huge problem with us having a successful run into the playoffs. Uh, I don't know what Rob's ETA is. Um Shout out to Marcus Smart spiking uh, uh, Trey Young to the ground the other day. Loved that. I love that. I hope we play them in the playoffs, and I, I do think we'd beat them in seven. We got a big road trip that we're on right now. Um, we'll see how that goes. Got the Rockets coming up here in a bit. That should be a victory. Knock on wood. Um, but yeah, can't hold on to a double digit lead, and don't know where that bench we talked about really went to. Got about eight guys we can play on any given night but we need to play more of them. Sheesh. A lot of Blake Griffin minutes. Let's go. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Grant, I don't even know. I don't know what to make of that whole situation. It's just, it's a weird time in the Celtics. You're I don't down, know. I don't, man. You're down bad right now. I just don't think we did enough at the deadline in retrospect mike Mascala doesn't play every night i don't know what that move really was he's not a big man he's just a tall guy who can shoot i almost wonder if they were like they thought because of how hot they were they didn't need to do anything else and now there's probably some regret i think you always know how badly robert williams's knee is messed no up. i don't even i'm not oh, i don't, I don't mean understand yeah, yeah yeah no you're right no that's that's but i yeah i see your point but i think that's what you have to be looking at the whole time sure his knee, first of all, he's missing meniscus, and he's still having problems. And they've had to go in and recut, and he's hyperextended it since then. 
and it's just like it's a bad luck thing and it's a like maybe this guy really can't stay on the floor that's what it's starting to look like yeah it's fully looks like that it looks like a and i hate to say this but it looks like a bad contract because of how little he can play when robert williams is on the floor that is a that's a unbelievable contract it's a bad contract in his favor but when sure, he doesn't sure. play it's a bad contract for us it's just and right now he hasn't played enough it's, it's so unfortunate us. and so painful because it's like when he is out there he's such a force and it changes the whole dynamic of the team so much that it's like it, it it's almost double painful because of one you're missing a player that's very good and two like you're missing a player of his ability you know, like, yeah. it's just, it's it's really hard to know that you have that player on your roster and he can only play, I mean, what even is it this year? 40%? 30% of games? Like, how, how 40 much? Sounds, 40 sounds high. Yeah, I mean, that's that's ridiculous. I mean, and I, I understand injuries, come off the but. bench a few times, but, like, I. Oof. That's tough. I, I don't know. It's tough. And the the other thing is like Luke Cornett can come in and impact games and just sometimes he's not going to play. And I don't get that. And I'm sure it's a matchup thing, but I don't, I don't agree with it all the time. I, th- I just think it, it feels like you're right. I think they thought this team is everything they need it to be. And they're like, what are we missing? We're missing a guy who tore his knee in FIBA and we've never played with him, Danilo Gallinari. So let's go get Diet Danilo from OKC for a very easy trade. It's like, okay fine you want to add diet danilo it's just like regardless like first of all muscal is not even playing danilo minutes he's not even playing every night and danilo's gonna be a bigger impact to this team than mike is at all I, it's just like we needed to get a big man and we didn't get a big man that is my that's my belief i think we really 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 needed to have luke Cornette available as a fourth option at center if you're all healthy or a third option now because Al and Grant and Griffin and Luke Cornett being your big man cycle for the playoffs. I don't, I don't know that that wins an NBA championship this year. I hope you're wrong. I hope I am too, but shout out to that dumbass from UMass who tattooed it on his leg. Another one, another one, as DJ Khaled would say, another one. Sophomore at UMass. Let's see if you get to senior year, pal. I'm just, I'm just is saying. Is that a threat? No, not for me. <laughs> it's just, it's just the world is crazy. Life is wild. You never know what happens. You could look both ways crossing the street. I wow. live on the other wow. side. Wow, wow. I'll have an alibi every day. Not incriminating for the next at all. Four years. Yeah. Not on record at all. Anyways. No. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I didn't still- say his name. I still have uh, I still have faith in this team. I still have faith that they're going to make a deep run. And as we always say, anything can happen once you get into the playoffs, good for good or bad. You know, like it could go either which way. But you know, I still have faith in them. I think that it's going to go well, um, especially when the stage is big. It seems like when the stage is big, I just mean the playoffs. So once you get to the finals, the stage is really big, and we still don't really know how these guys show on that big stage obviously we saw what happened last year um but that that's experience there you know like that experience is extremely valuable for a team that should be in the finals three times at least in the next 10 years yeah um so that is very important that they made that made it that far 
and it's it is really important that they lost too. Like not not the fact that you know it's it's good that they lost, but it's only beneficial to have that experience and 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 even still getting like getting punched in the mouth is is something that helps you learn from that too. So I don't know, man. I think that this team is going to turn it around. It's not like they're they're still are they still in first place or are they still in, or are they still in second? We're a game and a half back out of out of first. Place okay, so we're we're there. Um, so there is absolutely no panic button right now. Especially, I'm not Badger either, but they definitely need to figure it out, and I think that they will. Yeah, I mean, I didn't I I didn't fear anybody in the East a couple weeks ago, and now it's like I don't know. The Bucks are just annoying. Yeah, like they they don't they haven't had Giannis in two weeks, and they're they're still holding on to first place. That's that's annoying that's a bad sign um it the other thing is is it's matchups for me right now it's like we we're the two seed like i don't like us against the knicks uh, I, I don't like how we've played against the knicks this year i don't like how we played against the Cavs this year i don't like how we've played against miami this year it's just like you can't you almost can't look at the finals because it's like who do you have to go through and i just i hate that we're like bad against teams that aren't necessarily contenders like but we might have to face them in the playoffs yeah like are it's just it's just the, it's this recipe and again knock on wood that i'm wrong but it's like it's the recipe of like you can't this team's your achilles heel and they're they're not even gonna make it i feel like i feel like deja vu right now this was my same fear going into last year's playoffs it's just like you get you shoot yourself in the foot against these teams that are for no reason beating you, but like solid this year. I don't know. I got a lot of, I got a lot of faith, but yeah, I went from, I'm not afraid of anybody in the East to uh, what's going on. Yeah. Why can't we hold on to a double digit lead? Why can't we hold on to a 28 point lead? 28 points. Yikes. They're going to figure it out. I got faith. I'm yeah. I'm the faith guy in this on this episode. There's some figuring to do. Yeah. And you want to talk about stars cutting turnovers. <laughs> Let's see it. Also, shout out to uh to sports betting being legal in Massachusetts now. Oh yeah. Congratulations. Uh so anybody who lost a bunch of money this weekend, congratulations. Um, uh, should I start putting picks up? <laughs> we probably should, to be honest with you. Stay relevant. The only thing I, I told myself that I wouldn't bet on the Bruins. The, well, it's, a the, bad, it's a bad idea this year. They made me a lot of money. The furthest I will go <laughs> is next year. I would I would put money on them to win it all or something like that, you know. But I'm not betting per game. I'm not betting for wins. I'm not betting on the playoffs. I, I I'm separating myself from my team as far as that goes. Maybe I'll just become a uh, a Sharks guy, like a Sharks betting guy. I only bet on the Sharks. How much does it suck for you that Brent Burns is a hurricane? It's a bummer, man. I, I but it sucks because there was there was a possibility whether it was point zero zero one percent, but the fact that he actually left the Sharks means there's a possibility that he could have gone to any team that he could have come to the Bruins. And I, I you know, he's a player that I always would have loved to see on the Bruins. He seems like he would fit perfectly. I mean, I know he gets along great with Marshan already. They're like they're like hunting buddies and stuff. But um, 
you know, he's he's definitely a fan favorite anywhere he goes, and he just seems like a guy that you want to have on the team. And also, it's Brent Burns. I mean, he's a he's a hell of a defenseman. He's tough as hell. Um, that that one, yeah, it was a bummer because it was like, great, now we got to play him a lot, and they're good, yeah. so we have to play them potentially in the playoffs. Like, we're gonna have to get through them. Yeah, we're gonna have to get through. I I think we can do it. I like our odds this year better than last year, and. Agreed. I, I thought we had a shot last year. We didn't have it, obviously, but we had a shot. Yeah. Uh, you know what's the last frustrating thing I'll say about this? Like, I think about this team that we have right now and we're the favorites to win it all. And we're, or we're you know, at least the favorites to go to the finals. And I don't see why we wouldn't be the favorites to win it all. But, um, like, this team right now, looking at the roster, looking at how they've played, we would have absolutely smoked the blues in 2019 it would have been four nothing it would have been a sweep and done no gentleman sweep no nothing we would have absolutely dismantled that team and it's so frustrating because it was so close in obviously we went seven games and we all know how it ended but like the 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 night and day difference between these two teams is is crazy and that team made it to the finals they were a great team but yeah. this team is just built so different and so much better and faster and stronger. It's just, I don't know, man. It's tough to think about those types of things. But Even with my concerns, like I'm very excited to watch this team on a night to night basis when it is the playoffs. Sure. Like it's, it's going to be a different type of feeling with this team. I think I really believe knock on wood, but I, it's just like, yeah, I'm going to have like, uh, some sort of like you know blind confidence in some ways that I shouldn't have. like it's just you're gonna have well think about it, it this just, way think, think about it's gonna it this feel way. like less question marks this year it's like are you gonna beat yourself tonight they haven't done it much exactly going in clobber think Go about it clobber. this way where yes you're gonna lose a get you're not gonna sweep your way through the the playoffs nobody is ever gonna do that that would be insane if yeah. they do then they're just built like you don't. I can't even begin to imagine a team like that. No. What? It's like a. It's like an NHL team playing in the playoffs of the AHL. What team in the league do you feel like can beat us four games in a row? Not not in a row, but you know, in a series. Because I don't feel like there's anybody that can beat us four games in a series. Four like, out of seven. Right. We're gonna lose one. We're probably gonna lose two. Who knows? We may even go seven games in some of these series. That just happens. I just. Yeah. I don't see anybody being able to beat us in a seven game series if we don't beat ourselves no i was hypothetically worried about the rangers after their deadline but like in watching them i'm like okay yeah nothing patrick kane has like one goal yeah i'm good yeah i'll take them i'd love them in the playoffs i'll take bring on the rangers i think you gotta be worried about carolina and yeah they're they're but i i kind of i like i like that's where like the psycho comes in and i'm like i want carolina sure you got to beat the I best. Want, so I want to beat the best to be the best. And like, I really want them. Yeah. So I think you got to worry about that. There's, they're my biggest concern in the East. And then it goes to the Devils. And then who knows? Yeah. I think the Devils are like, they're sneaky, like a sneaky scary, yeah, but like, exactly. yeah, that they're not, you know, the Devils are a big, we beat ourselves series. Sure. And I'm, so, I'm sorry to anybody in advance that felt like they really wanted to go to the playoffs because the prices are absolutely absurd. You can't even go to a regular season game on like a Tuesday for less than 200 to $250 right now. 
the first round of the playoffs are starting at like four hundred and fifty dollars on the on the secondary market. Um, I tried to snag some tickets wow. to the finals. That's right, unbelievable. I had I had a pre-sale. I'm gonna go to Kings. Thank God they're good this year. I'll finally get some playoff <laughs> hockey in L.A. Yeah. Yikes, dude. I tried four hundred. Yes, for the first round for for round one. I went to go buy tickets for the finals. Like I had a pre-sale to buy additional tickets for um, throughout the whole playoffs, and I couldn't get anything. And I was like, "Let me just let me just see how much it is for the finals." Like, you know, I know a t- I know a ton of people who would want to go um, for whatever my face value would be. I, I, if it's if it's half decent, I'm sure I could get people in the finals to go. You know, like, yeah, I'll pay two hundred and fifty dollars because. Uh, it could be a once in a lifetime type of thing, you know. My yeah. the ticket prices that I got, row eleven in the balcony. I didn't buy. I let me just let me just say this. I did not buy them. Fourteen hundred dollars before fees. For two. That's that's from. That's not secondary. That is for two, that is each. No, fourteen hundred dollars each. Jesus. And that is. Through Ticketmaster, that is from the, the, the jump. That is not secondary market. Um, so it had to be $1,700 a, a ticket. So if anybody thinks that they're going to the finals, you better start saving up your money now and it's be prepared. Be, grand this year. be prepared to spend somewhere between one and $2,000. It's crazy, man. It, it, it really is. And, and it's just that people feel like we're going to get there. And as they should. They should feel that way, but that doesn't mean we know how the playoffs can go. So, fingers crossed. I got I got them locked up. I'm I'm really hoping to to be able to use all my tickets this year. Um, but time will tell. Yeah, well, if you want to sell if you want to sell one game, you know, you can pay for your like season tickets next year. So. You sound like every person that has ever talked to me about season tickets. They're like, yeah. if you go, if we make it to the finals, you just sell one game and then. You know, you'll pay for your whole season. I'm no, like, this is what idiots. This is what I have them for. No, you don't sell the finals ever. You, you sell the first <laughs> round, like a game seven. Yeah. Well, I, no, I you no. know me, man. Game. It's never gonna whatever, happen. Game five. Yeah. <laughs> if it works, it works. And then you then you've paid for your increase next year. Yeah, that's a whole nother thing that we don't have to get into. Jeez. But well, I'm looking forward to it, man. We're we're locked into the playoffs. No matter what happens, no matter what the seating ends up being, we're in. First team in, and I would imagine yeah. you know team with when the best it? record by the end of it for sure. I don't. Do you? Here's a question. Do you think another team will get in in March? Yes. I mean, realistically, Carolina is two, 11 two, points two behind weeks? us. Huh? Okay, so that's six games. So like yeah. two weeks. So it's possible. We're in the middle. They're in a different, in a different division, though. Is the other thing. There's could be more competitive. That's the other part of it. True. It, it just really, it, it really it's depends. What, it's what that like. It's 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 how close that like fifth got team is to them or whatever. I feel like currently, um, the Rangers are third in the Metro with 84 points. Carolina has 94. So there's a pretty big gap there. Especially if the wins keep coming for Carolina, um, yeah. And yeah, then you got far from the wild card teams too. Th- yeah, exactly. So Florida just not not their year, huh? 
just kind of fell off. I mean, they could still sneak into the wild cards into a wild card spot. You never know. Islanders yeah. are are not any good, so I wouldn't be surprised if they just kept losing. Or you know, I think they've actually won a few recently. But Islanders are gonna Islander and probably get kicked out at the last minute. Just a wild year. Yep. Yeah. Go Kings, baby! I'm ready for some LA. I, I could go to I could go to an entire series of home games probably for the price of one. That's gonna be awesome. And and they if the season ended today they'd be playing Seattle, so that'd be a pretty cool one for you to a pretty cool series for you to see. That's how this works. See, I still don't get it. For the the top teams in the division play the wild card teams, and, oh, then, yeah. and then the two, two and three, three play, play each other. other. Yep, that's great. Okay, that wasn't that hard. I feel like an idiot. Um, yeah, that's that's a fun series. Seattle's annoying, man. They really figured something out. I feel like a, a lot of their losses came earlier on. They've been really good down the stretch. Yep. I'm excited for the playoffs, man. Bruins and Celtics. I can't wait. Man, this is random tangent, but Woj bomb right now. John Morant probably out for the season. Just entered himself into a counseling rehabilitation center in Florida. Oh, boy. Yeah, ugly stuff over there. That's it's very bizarre. Memphis is, I believe, the two seed. Um, so, I but. just, I, you know, I, I, it's unfortunate when you see things like that from players, but I also do appreciate that it's there for players to take advantage of, and the players that do and like check themselves into these facilities that are necessary for whatever the problem is, whether it's mental health or you know, drug, whatever, whatever the issues are with anybody in any league. Like I I really do like when players do use those resources, you know, it's, it's great to know that they're trying to, you know, fix whatever their issues are or whatever they need help with. Yeah. Yeah. He needs something. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. This is definitely the positive uh, outcome of all of this. Um, you know, yeah, it's it is it, yeah. I agree with you. It's great that these players are afforded these abilities to get into these types of programs. It's good. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna go watch the Celtics. Hopefully, win. Go seas. Go bees. Go seas, baby. Go stretched. Go stretched.